great legacy here, but I'm going to take just a few minutes to talk about faith versus fear. <clears throat> faith versus fear. And I know right now we are feeling a lot of anxiety and we're feeling a lot of fear because we're faced with the unknown. We've never been down this road before. We've never had a worldwide pandemic. And the media hasn't helped us. Uh, you can read everything uh, I used to use from Dan to Beersheba, meaning from A to Z, meaning from left all the way far left, all the way far right. You can read all kinds of reports. It's amazing. You can read reports that say we shouldn't stop the economy. We should just let the chips fall where they may and not worry about who gets infected and uh, that shutting down the airlines and shutting down the cruises. We're never going to get them back. And oh, that's terrible. And you can read reports that say, oh, goodness, we should do even more. We should shut down even more because that's the only way we're going to stop the spread of everything. And then there are those, and I am sure there are many that have their job has been uh, displaced and impacted, even jobs that, you know, uh, may not, you might think would not be impacted. I know Brother Jeff Waters talked about how there was someone that had scheduled a job for him, but their business involved having people. And so if they don't have people, they can't hire builders to update. And anyway, you know the st story. It's like the domino effect. And I, I get it whenever I realize that we don't know and the president doesn't know, our leaders don't know. But one thing We've been praying here since December the 31st. We had 40 days of prayer and fasting, and then we went into another 21, and then another 21. And we are believing that God is in control of all of this. He has gotten up, and therefore we are somehow saying, Lord, we don't know what you're doing, but we know this is not beyond the scope of your power. And so here we are. And we know the scripture that we've all talked about uh, in Timothy. 2 Timothy, the first chapter. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which was put in you, uh, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And we realize that there is a spirit that is going around of fear and it will try to disrupt our life. It has tried, it has. And then to add all of this, we had a wonderful little rain shower on Friday and we had water everywhere. Washed out part of my road. Knocked the power out of your house, I believe. And sump pumps and what are we doing? And there's water, water everywhere. And oh man, you know, here we are and we're going, Lord, what are you doing? Are you, have you forgotten us? Have you somehow don't realize where we are? And you know, fortunately, I was glad we were up on a hill, except there, I looked and the road's going down the hill. And I'm saying, Lord, help us. What's going on? 
We have water everywhere. And then, of course, you know, you read that there's an earthquake in Utah and there's a, uh, the, there's a, 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 a place the size of Chicago in Yellowstone Park, uh, some basin, you can Google it, look it up, they say is pulsing and it's raised five inches. And, and they say if that uh, volcano ever explodes, we're just, you know, goodbye planet Earth. You say, are you afraid? You have every reason to be terrified. But yet there is a peace and a calm that goes beyond understanding. Why? Because when the Lord Jesus came, he said, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. The angels heralded that. I am thankful I don't have to be destroyed by a spirit of fear and anxiety. I can have the peace of God. In fact, Brother Shane, I think, told someone that Jared's home flooded, and he said, I've been shocked. He has such a peace about him and a calm. Why? Because we're somehow stirring up the gift of God. And so Paul wrote to the church in Romans, uh, the Roman church. He said, I beseech you therefore by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we, we know that and prove all those things. For he said, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. And you say, I don't have any faith. I don't believe that. God's given you some faith. You have faith to tune in. You have faith to, you know, believe that somehow the Lord is in control. And you say, well, but I need more. I get that. I understand. And in times like this, that's why we turn to the word of the Lord because the Bible is very clear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we realize that faith never displaces the word of God. So if you all of a sudden say, well, I have faith that I can just uh, go up there and uh, lay down in the freeway and nothing's going to harm me. Well, it's not going to displace the word of God. You say, but the Bible says be careful for nothing. Yeah, I know you can take it out of context. But faith never supersedes God's word. And that's so important because you see, in this hour, we say, I don't want to have fear, but I want to have faith. And I saw, I, I, what is my faith? What is faith? Faith is being able to say, I know God is able to heal. God is able to stop the virus. I know God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. We ask or think according to the power that works. I know my God can do anything. I know he can stop this. I know he is able. That does not mean that we still don't say, well, we're going to try to obey those that have rule over us by not having an open service. You see, it's foolish for me to say, well, you know, I, I'm going to just do what I want to do by faith. You can't live without regard to the Word. You say, well, I, and, and I, I get it. <laughs> I, I'll confess, I was, I don't know, in a Teenage years, and my dad went to Korea. 
And I asked him last night, I said, Dad, I know you've got some slides of when you were in Korea because I watched him. I went with him. We showed him to everybody. In those days, you know, that was a big deal. He went on the mission field. And Brother Bernard's parents, our general superintendent, some parents were there, Brother David Bernard, his family, he was a young man. And uh, they were missionaries to Korea. And so my dad went, Brother Tony Bernard, they went to church, they went up into the mountains, and he brought back pictures of these people going through, wading through rivers. And then the rains hit there, they had a flood, they had to form human bridges or chains so that you could walk and hold on to them as you crossed the river to get to their meeting. And they did not have a campground like we have, but they all cooked their little rice or whatever and a little, and it was, you know, the real mission field. And my dad was there and he had the photos and there was amazing stories and healings and miracles and people being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and all these wonderful miracles. And I don't know if that was when it was or if it was the fact that I was raised in a dysfunctional family that always went to church. We went on vacation and went to church. We, in fact, one time I asked my dad something about, are we, do we have to go to church? We were going on vacation. But that's the way we were raised. Now, I know that's the old days. I don't know what it was, but there was a love in my heart for the house of God. And I realize that at this stage, we can't be here. And this is one pastor that kicking and screaming didn't want to go to online because I wanted us to be forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. I got a verse for it. But yet, I realized that because of the government, because of the health crisis, because of what we're facing, because of those that are in authority, we're going to do our part. It is not going to be up to us. Why? Are you not operating in faith? Oh, I have faith in God. I have total faith in God. I have faith. In fact, let me tell you what I'm praying right now. I'm praying that there will be such a hunger that will be stirred in your hearts and in everybody's heart to be in the house of the Lord so that when they finally open these doors. We're going to have to go to two services or three services because I believe God is getting ready for a great revival and an outpouring of his spirit. Does that mean that I can act presumptuously and foolishly? No. As a matter of fact, even Jesus was tempted by the devil. In Matthew the fourth chapter, the devil said, if thou be the Son of God, and then he quoted the Bible, he shall give his angels charge over thee concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. And I've preached on this passage before, and you've heard me 
Those of you who are members here, you know there's a whole lot that I could preach on that 91st chapter because that 91st chapter, first of all, is a song. It's a song about being in the presence of God, dwelling under the wings of God, dwelling under the shadow of the Almighty. That's how that song opens up and all about how, you know, a thousand shall fall on one hand and a thousand, and it's not to be taken as a literal verse. And then even as that goes, the, the, the enemy left out a portion of the verse because in Psalms 91 verse 11 and 12 was what he was quoting, but the devil misquoted it. He said, he shall give his angels charge over thee and they shall bear thee up in their hands lest you dash your foot against a stone. But it said to guard, to protect to defend you. So there was not, it was not that, it, that you could jump off this temple and spectacularly make a big show and become the Messiah. So the devil will try to twist people's mind and ideas and think, oh, well, I have faith, so I'm just going to ignore everything that's going on and show how much faith I have. That's not showing how much faith you have. What you have to have is faith that God God is still able to perform a miracle. My faith is in God. I know we had a prayer request that came in from Sister Martha Spires and they, they are asking prayer and, and they had an individual in Oklahoma that d passed away and it was a member of another man's church and somehow this was related to somebody and I, I don't remember all the connection but then, they, then another guy in the church got this COVID-19 and they took him to the hospital and she texted back and said you know what it's working some you know the malaria drugs that their cocktail that they're given is turning him around I believe I am thankful for the malaria drug I'm thankful for the hospitals I'm thankful for the doctors but you know what also I am thankful that God opened the door and gave a healing virtue and was able to touch and heal what are you saying I still know who my source is. It's Almighty God. Are you saying, well, therefore, and I know people, the enemy has beat us up at times and said, well, if you had faith, you'd be healed. And yet that's not true either. Blind man, why in John 9 did a blind man have to go wash in the pool of Siloam? And then why was Naaman in 1st, 2nd Kings have to dip seven times? And why did Jesus have to spit on the ground and make mud? And then after he made mud, the guy said, I don't see clearly. I see men as trees walking. And Jesus then had to touch him. So it's not, you say, well, Jesus didn't have enough power. He had to spit in the ground and make mud. Then he had, well, no. The Lord will use all kinds of ways to bring about our healing. Why did God tell Paul he had a thorn in the flesh and he wasn't going to heal him, basically? You say, well, Paul didn't have the faith. No, Paul had faith. Having faith is not your golden ticket that you get everything that you want. If I, if I had my golden ticket, we'd be having church and it'd be full today. There would be no such thing as COVID-19. I would immediately heal my granddaughter. I would immediately zap whatever. Yes. I, I, listen, hold me back. I'd go to the hospitals. Right. If I had the gift of healing yes. that was totally here all the time, 
But you know what? We have access to the same spirit that brings about the gift of healing. We have access to the spirit of God. And what? It's not going to be me that does it, but it's going to be by the spirit of almighty God. I'm telling you, I believe that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. We're not going to be bound by fear, but we're going to operate in faith. Sometimes... And I don't even like to say this, but sometimes sickness, God can use that. As a matter of fact, Paul himself, and I imagine most of you knew about these verses, but Paul himself in Galatians, he says, because I got sick, in the Amplified, because I had an ailment in my body, that's why I stayed in Galatia. That's why I preached to you guys. That's why there's a church here. Because I got sick and had to stay here. Paul was just passing through, but he got sick. What are you saying? I don't know how God's going to use every sickness. I don't know how he's going to use COVID-19. I don't know how he's going to use some of the sicknesses that have been attacking our people in church. But what I do know is that God is able to use it to bring about the glory of Almighty God. That's what he wants more than anything, that our lives bring him glory. Hallelujah. That's why Paul would later say, faith which works by love, when he was writing to the Galatians. To the Corinthians he wrote, and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and have all faith, have all faith so that I could remove mountains and don't have love, I am nothing. You see, faith works by and with and through love. You say, well, I have the faith that I, I'm not worried. You know, bless the Lord. My granddaughter's got influenza A. Just come up and give her a kiss, Papa Don. And I mean, I have faith. Well, I love him too much. I wouldn't do that. To say I have faith? That, I, that's not faith. Faith works by love. If I don't love, then I, you can't go, well, I have faith, but I don't love. You say, well, somehow in this, that's why it's so important to stay connected. I want to tell you something. I love Sister Blanche Jackson, and I love Sister Roberta Hartley, and I love a lot of our seniors. I can go down the list of all of our seniors. And then if you go down to over 60, I love them. That's why I said, I'm sorry. I don't like being not in church, but I love this people too much. I've walked these pews and prayed for many, if not all of you. And I have too much love to act with stupidity in this hour. I am not bound by fear. Fear is not why we have an online service but there is a great love. That's why I would say I love. I'm going to operate in all the faith that I have. Do that still believe that God is able to heal? Yes. I still believe that God is able to draw little hands around all of us, but we still operate through love. Yeah. 
You see, that's why John would write it like this. We have known and believed the love of God to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we have boldness in the day of judgment. Notice that. Boldness in the day of judgment. That's how we know if your love is perfect, is that we have folks that we work with and that are all around us, and this day of judgment, do I have boldness to say, it's all going to be all right. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be all right. In the day of judgment, do we have boldness in the, oh, that's how we show how much we love. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. I'm believing God for you. You say, well, I don't want to say anything that might offend them. Let me just tell you, it offends me that there's no toilet paper in Walmart. Might be some now, I don't know. I'm okay. But the point of it is, do we have boldness? Do I have boldness to say, it's going to be all right? You say, well, oh, pastor, I don't want to. You know what? I think it's a new, de- it's a new game. Yeah. New game is on, I think, for the church. For the next however long, I don't mind because you know what? If the government is bold enough to say you're going to have to shut bars and everything, I'm bold enough to say I know a source. I know somebody that's able to heal, that's able to deliver, that's able to set free. I have boldness to be a witness. Oh, and he goes on and he says, because as we are in this world, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. What are you saying? You say, well, I I, I don't have as much faith as you. Well, be honest about it. Be like the guy that came to Jesus and his son was throwing himself in the fire and Jesus made this statement, if thou believes, anything is possible. He can be delivered if you believe. And a lot of people take that verse out of context and say, well, if you didn't get healed, you must not have believed enough. That's not... Jesus wasn't saying that. He wasn't saying, well, you didn't, you're not believing. You know why? Because the guy was real. He said, Lord, I believe, but help my... Oh, well, you can't have unbelief and get deliverance. The Lord can help, can deliver whether you believe or not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to tell you, that's how powerful God is. This guy was just real. And he said, with tears, Lord, I believe. So he said, well, what should I do? You know, 
faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So this next week, get into the word of God. Take time. Be with your family. Read a verse. Have church. We've got church going on. In fact, I got to watch a video they were working on for hyphen that's going to do for the kids. Uh, they're going to be talking about the Ten Commandments and uh, how they came down out of the mountain. And, and I loved it. I laughed. It was It's great. Wait till it's on. You'll see it online. I know some of our youth have been able to get Get into the Word this week. Instead of, you know, you have an extra 10 minutes before driving to church, read an extra chapter. Get into the Word of God. Pray through the Holy Ghost. Jude said, but you beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Join us on prayer meeting on Tuesday night. Find a time to, whenever we're praying, you pray. Put your hand on the TV screen. I don't care. However you can do it, connect so that you can feel the power of the Holy Ghost until it begins to bubble up like a spring of living water flowing into newness of life. That's how you build yourself up. And notice what Jude said. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love, love of God, looking for what? Mercy. 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 That's what I'm looking for. The world, the nations have gone mad. But we need the mercy of God. I know. They're saying, you know, we, we stock market, you name basketball, football. I mean, I, it doesn't matter. I, I got a blurb on my phone. We're. We're hoping that we can get back in practice so we don't lose the 2020 season for OSU. And I'm, I'm just praying, God, let them be able to get on the football field. It'll be a terrible time if that doesn't happen. But the truth of the matter is, what I'm saying is, Lord, shower us with your mercy. We need your mercy. As a nation, we need your mercy. What are you saying? You're saying, well, faith, you see, is not ignoring real issues. It's not ignoring your feelings. It's not ignoring your symptoms. I, you know, if you feel like you need to go to the doctor, don't tell me, well, pastor, I just had faith and I stayed home and burned up with fever. Don't ignore that. That's not faith. I don't want to tell you what that is. My grandmother would have said that's just stupidity. <laughs> and you can't fix stupid. <laughs> they got to fix it themselves. Sorry, they may have to edit that line out. I don't know. <laughs> that's going out over. Don't ignore pain. Don't ignore things. You can't pretend everything is fine. That's not what faith is. It's faith saying, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Just be honest. The Lord 
delivered that young boy that day when the guy was just real about who he was. When you go through the stories over and over and over again, the Lord just wanted people to get real and be honest about who they were and where they were. Paul talked about his thorn in the flesh. Paul talked about being a fool. Paul talked about being weak. Paul talked about being despised, being hungry. Well, that means he didn't have faith. No, he said, I was naked. I've been in peril within and peril without. My life, what are you saying? You don't have, no, he didn't ignore that, but he still said, but somehow God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, exceedingly abundantly, exceedingly abundantly above everything that I ask or think. What are you saying? And I, this is it. I know my time is up, and I appreciate you all tuning in. But what am I saying? I, I'm telling you this week, by faith, take authority yes. and rebuke spirits. Yes. Rebuke them. Stand up. Boldly say. Read a verse. Read a psalm and boldly say, I rebuke a spirit of fear out of my house. Right. Doesn't mean, you know, if one of you gets sick, not, that's not faith to ignore it. But it's faith to rebuke the spirit, rebuke disease. Doesn't mean you may need to go to the doctor. Rebuke the virus. That doesn't mean it's going to be clear, safe to go up and, you know, hug everybody you see at Walmart. Say, well, I'm doing it by faith. Well, they may have locked you up. But grab hold of the power of the blood and say, by faith. I'm taking authority over every spirit, every attitude, every, every spirit of depression. I, yea, though I walk through the... It, it's okay to stay connected to the body of believers. That's why we're tuned in. Thank you for tuning in. We have over 102 that are tuned in with, with sites, not counting over 20 Facebook, that over 120-something folks that are tuned in. And there are probably many of those that their whole house is watching one monitor. So there may be... Double, triple, four times that many. Over 140 they're now saying. What are you saying? I'm saying stay connected. You know, tune in on Tuesday night. Stay connected. Call somebody up. Ring them on the phone. Say, let's pray together. I'm fighting the devil in my house. I'm fighting a spirit of fear. I'm going to text somebody. Give me a word. I'm going to get into the Bible reading. I'm going to do something because I'm going to act on faith, not fear. And last but not least, pray, worship, and witness with boldness. With boldness. I'm going to just worship. Why? Well, because I'm afraid. No, I have faith that God is somehow going to move in a mighty way. Oh, what are you doing? I'm worshiping because I have, I don't know, this might be the sound of a trumpet that I hear. Oh, what am I seeing? Am I seeing the other side? Is the Lord, you know, I don't know. I used to imagine almost old Gabriel, you know, getting ready to put those trumpet to his lips, taking a deep, I don't know. One thing I do know is God is able to do exceedingly. Hallelujah. Let's stand. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're battling. I do know there's a lot of fear. I do know we're still operating in faith here. If you need the Holy Ghost, I want you to know you can get it right where you are. 
we got a text message this morning that the church in Atlanta, Brother John's church, put out a children's video and a 10-year-old autistic boy at home raised his hands and began to speak forth in a heavenly language, having never received the Holy Ghost before and just begin to get the Holy Ghost. What are you saying? God's still able to fill. Oh, he doesn't need 20 people. He doesn't need 50 people. He's able to fill right where you are. Oh, hallelujah. Ah, God is able to heal. If you want to be baptized, call me, text me, write the church. What I promise you, we'll meet, we'll bury you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just worship the Lord.